Let's welcome our legendary Mandisa on um, SAFM on the Chill Zone. Good evening and welcome to the show. Greetings, my dear. How are you? I am fabulous. Thank you for making time. Ah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm honored and I'm very happy to be here tonight. And I hope everybody is okay at home and whenever you are driving or whatever, it's hi to everybody. Let's start off with the song that we just played. I think this is your latest work, isn't it? Ndimlo. Yes, ma'am. Yes, it was released on the uh, 23rd of June, 2023. It is brand new. Not brandy, brand, brand, but it, well, is, yeah. it is brand new. It, I think we're going it to... It is very brand new for me. <laughs> it is new. Yeah, it is brand new. Yeah, yeah. And, and sounds absolutely fantastic. Fantastic for someone who's been in the industry and still staying relevant. It has to take a certain acumen, and we have to appreciate that. But uh, let's just take a small break. When I come back, we will continue with our conversation. With Bertha Jaruma. And I'm in conversation with Mandy Sanslanga and uh, mm. on our legendary section. And she is the legend of tonight, and the spotlight is on her. Welcome mm. back. Let's go to the beginning. So here you are, you've come to Johannesburg, the land of gold. No way. Mandisa? <clears throat> okay, you're taking, it's okay to take a moment. Um, I, ca I can just imagine mm -hmm. working with the Gibson, mm -hmm. with the Gibson Kenters. What was it like for you? Why did you leave home to come to, to Gauteng? Well, it was... Um... It was a very difficult time for for us at home, my family, my mother, with uh, five children and with me already having two babies because my daughter was about three years then and my little boy when I left home was around five months and we were going through a very, very rough patch and difficult and, you know, and my mother was asking, like, what would I would like? And she'd just come out of hospital. They had done a, um, a hip uh, operation on her. And, uh, you know, it was just uh, things were not working out for us at all. It, it was really difficult. And somebody had to stand up and do something. And I was thinking, and I had a friend who was talking about coming to Joburg. Her name is Lindy Wepost, she now lives in London. And she said to me, come, girl, let's just go to Joburg. Maybe we'll find something to do there, and, you know. And that's how I left home, you know, just like that. I just had to go. And we came to Joburg, and she had uh, close friends, and we stayed in a uh, I think it was in Zola or something. I can't remember. It was quite a long time ago. And the one time we had to go and visit about a week when we arrived, we had to go visit another relative of hers in Orlando. So, and there was so much action there, you know. 
some people were dancing, practicing some steps somewhere in some corner, singing, put together. And I was like, yo. And immediately uh, I was like, oh, man, this is where I'm supposed to be, you know. And uh, she she said, she asked me, Lindy, would you want to come in so we can check what's going on? And we came, we went in and some young men said, uh, it's, it's Prakip rehearsing. Uh, another show of his, and I didn't even know who Prakip was. I was from Lucy Nisigi. I, I, I didn't think it was the Gibson Kent that I've listened to some of his music on, on LPs at home and stuff like that. And said, yes, yes, Prakip Gibson Kent, and we went in. And, you know, he was... Uh, available for us and yeah what can you do I said I can sing and said okay let's hear it and I started singing and you know I'm quite a forward person yeah so it was easy for me to just when people say sing I just hear it you know and he said okay I'll send some people to come and fetch you we are raising a show uh, it's called can you take it and uh, that's how I started the whole thing um, I've got a smile on my face when you spoke about LPs and a lot of people, you know, <laughs> the new generation. <laughs> the new generation, I'm sure they're sitting and thinking, Bertha, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> well, an LP is an is a, you see, there was an it's LP. A long record, it's a, it's a yeah. long play record. The records. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's then, a record. Then there was what they used to call the seven single. And yes, the singles, yeah. The seventh the, single was a smaller version, song. just one song. Mm-hmm. And or you, yeah. could, you could have two songs, one on the what, one side, and then the side other on the, the, one on the, other on the side. flip side. Uh-huh. You got it right. How would you know all of that? Oh, when, uh, oh trust me, <laughs> trust me. I've worn the t-shirt one too many times. <laughs> I just don't want to expose myself. So, so yeah. here you are. You are now. You you've been auditioned. You've been given the job. Life is fantastic. You are now on a roll. What was the next stage then? What was the next, the next adventure? Stage, the next stage for me was was actually getting to understand what this whole thing was about because now I'm there and uh, I'm always, I'm like the jack of all trades. I'm, I'm on the one side, I'm dancing. On the one side, I'm singing. And the one side, uh, when he's writing this, uh, scripts, he's also calling me around in the middle of the night, 3 a.m. He decides to do a new song. He's calling me and I'm thinking I must be doing something right. But uh, still, it was it was not happy moments all the time. He was a very very strict guy, and uh, and also working with a lot of people who already know what they're doing. Some of them are also learners like me. You know, when it gets to be like a whole bunch of people, more than thirty at times, and you know we are learning and some are told to go home in some areas and you are not sure whether you'd be the one next one to go the following day but okay you're being called doing a lot of things but still you're not doing anything right because you know what was the catch for me and what really hurt me a lot and in those days was that i never really got it apart I never had a, a, a role in all of this. Never mind. I'm the one who's going to be singing the song. And then when the show starts, I'm also 
like uh, the, the the understudy for everybody else. But I don't have a part, and I didn't understand that, you know. And, um, you know, but I do understand now, you know. But then it was really difficult for me to understand, Udell. If I can do all of this, how come i not given a part? Yeah, well, my big part was getting to know what everybody else was doing. And uh, that's what it was. And um, and then we did, I did uh, about two or three more uh, of his uh, plays after that, because after that it followed Texman and the School Girl. And after that there was um, Lobola, you know, I worked about four years with Gibson before I ventured into just music. And then you started. Yeah. Then you 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 started. You went into music. You started working went, with the likes of Johnny Clegg. Okay. Uh, really? No, I started working. I, you know the, the 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 people you've just mentioned are just a handful. I've worked with almost everybody. So the first for me and another two ladies from the uh, from Gibson Kente Kroll was Tandi Zulu and Stella Kumalo, and we we were invited to be a trio in this big band, which was called Jaws. Mm. I don't know if you know about that. It was in 1980 when we recorded an album called Jaws. Okay. It had a song which was popular, which was, uh, if I sing it to you, you'll remember it. Kansuke, to say Yes. Yes. One of the music, yeah, from that album. So we had about 18 months with that band. And uh, it, was a, it was a huge band and it didn't last for a long time, you know, because it was too big, you know. Not everybody could work with us. And uh, as time went on, we disbanded and we were working a lot now in studio as backing singers for most studios in Johannesburg. So like 24-7 we were in studio being the ladies that were doing backings for a lot, a lot, a lot of musicians for quite a long time. And then it came to be uh, Chico, it came to be Stimela, it came to be one of the greatest at the time, Super Africa. I remember Super Africa. Yeah, and then there was also the Maralos, there were Sabosis Apigail Kubega and Stimela. And then Johnny Clegg needed singers for uh, some music he was doing after uh, the breakup of uh, Juluga. He was doing an album as Johnny Clegg. And then he had started getting some other uh, band members. They were calling themselves Savuka. He invited us to come in and add some female vocals on the on the songs that he was doing then. And I never left after that. He wanted me even when they were doing gigs. Now it's 1985 now, by that time. Start working with him and 
Yvonne Chaka Chaka and Stimela. And then mostly he, and then he started going overseas a lot. And that's when I was overseas most of the time. And I, I would lose uh, some of the people I used to work with a lot, you know, Abo, Stimela, Yvonne Chaka Chaka, Contras Kubu, CJP, and even U, Utandeka. Hey, yo, and my little sister, Messi Pakela. I sang on, on Ayashi Samateki, you know. <laughs> Let's just take a small break. When we get back, I also want to find out what was life like back then living abroad. Let's just uh, take a break. We'll be back. You are listening to The Chill Zone with Bertha Charuma. And this evening, I'm speaking to the legendary Mandisa Shanga, um, amazing vocalist and has been in this industry for a very long time and has graced the international market and is still standing. So let's talk about performing abroad. What was that like? It was... Um exciting and it was also something very new for me and i'd never been overseas i actually went overseas once when i was doing a recording for paul simon one of the songs which didn't make it to the the album that you all know but he he flew us me and stella from Joburg to london and we did that that was my first time and that was my last and then three years later johnny invited me to join them in uh, uh in a place what what's up in, in in france and we went there jesus our I, I mean it was um i, I was i was i was really I don't know whether I was excited or what for me, but it was some, I was in another place, in another time, and it, 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 new people, and uh, and it felt like things were not done like we do at home, you know. So um, I enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it, though, because um, um, I'm very lucky. When I'm on stage, I forget about everything. I, I do what I have to do when I'm on that stage. I, I really and truly enjoy myself. So I was like wild as usual and it was fun. And uh, getting people to appreciate and show how excited they were to have us was like, wow, really, where am I? You know, so it was, it was amazing. And it was the beginning of bigger, bigger things for us and as Johnny Clegg. And when I say us, you know, it when he became very big, it, we were also big in a sense. Man, just showing how people appreciate even the people at the back there, you know. So it was wonderful, it was mm. great. And tw- uh, mm. come 2015, you you were honored. You were honored with a Lifetime Achievement Award from uh, Baking Vocal and Session Musician Award, uh, a brainchild of Yvonne Chaka Chaka. How did this? Mm. How did this make you feel? Hey, Sissy, I I I I felt like um, I was being appreciated for the first time in my life because uh, there's always been. Um, was this staggering thing about us being 
backing singers, you know. We find even when we make big hits for a lot of people, but there's never really room for people to stand up and say, you know, it couldn't have been better if it didn't have these people. Or rather, we also uh, put it on a, on a better place for being there and do what we do uh, as backing singers. It, it, there was never any appreciation, you know, even with some people who come and do uh, interviews with live performances in festivals. You never really get a radio station or people, journalists, who would want to speak to one of us. It's always about the people at the front. And it made us feel that uh, we actually had no space in uh, in our music as South Africans, because when I'm overseas, I, I get a chance to do kind of, those kind of things as a backing singer for Johnny Clegg and Zavuka. You know, I was not part of the band. I was hired to be uh, there when they having I was, but I was not assigned to the group uh, Savuga. But uh, I, I, I got to be interviewed and do stuff as well as the band and him as Johnny. I would be on the what's it called? Is it a billboard? What's it called? The billboard, a billboard. right in the middle of Paris. Yeah, it's just me. Not even with Johnny or whoever, just me in the middle of the edge with a huge jump or with hands up like that. And I was thinking, yo, would this happen at home? I wonder. But it showed nobody really cared much about us that, that, in that way, you know. And you, you see a lot of that when uh, uh, in the, in the, in the, period that we're working right now, for me to be invited by you, Amanda, to come and do this, it, to me, it's like, wow, something is changing. Because I realize even some of the kids I meet, sometimes when I'm doing work with other people, when journalists are around, and they are told, hey, this is Manjus Atlanga, they don't know what you're talking about. Well, they now, don't know. Now they know. But they're yeah, yeah, they really just don't know who you're talking about. Manjis Atlanga, where, what does she do, you know? And it's, and it's, it gets to be weird because I've, I've begged everybody they've spoken to, you know, before. But yeah, um, it was, it was, we were all learning, I guess, that uh, everybody in the industry should be appreciated for the little that they do towards somebody's project like we've done on most projects here at home. And in wrapping up, your your latest work, where do we find it? Um, and any performances that are upcoming? So far, no. I just did the awards for mothers in January and uh, I had a performance there. And uh, that was it for me. For now, things are just, uh, just trying to put everything on promoting the album and, uh, and wait and see let's send how far it, we can go. Let's send it to the universe. It will take off. You know, sometimes when you're born great, you will always achieve greatness. Never, oh, ever undermine that. And thank you so wow. much. Thank you so thank much you for joining yourself. us this evening on um, our legendary section. You are a legend. Never let what we assume as, you know, the consumers um, 
what you are. You know who you are. You know what you are. And you've, see, you've seen more than Thank we you have seen. Much. Thank you so much and have yourself a great weekend ahead. Thank you, dear. Thank you. Good night. And good night to you too. That's Mandisa uh, Langa, vocalist, South African singer, known as the longest serving backing vocalist for so many iconic artists. Like we're talking about, you know, the singers, are the list is endless. Johnny, Claire, Gray, Piri, Lucky Dube. It is vast. It is vast. But the beauty is, you know, experience is priceless.